are listening to A Quiet Mind. A Quiet Mind is brought to you in part by listeners like you. If you like what you hear, consider donating today by visiting aquietmind.com forward slash donate. Hello, podcast listeners. This is Robert, your host of A Quiet Mind. Welcome to another podcast. This podcast is going to center around a tool that we have been using for a long time here um, at A Quiet Mind. It's the tool of watching our breath, watching our breath come in and out of our body. And uh, I've been focusing on this a lot in my own daily practice of life, and I just wanted to share some things with you about that, about the importance of having that skill of being able to breathe, breathe consciously, breathe properly. And what I mean by that is that most of us, myself included, before I started doing this type of breath awareness or mindful breathing uh, technique in my practice, take very short breaths. That meaning that we're taking these little chipmunk-sized breaths that only go you know, down to about our throat, you know, just real short at the top of our lungs. We're taking this, these kind of breaths throughout the day. And we may not be conscious of that. We may not be conscious of the fact that we're not breathing in deeply. And in a way, that type of breathing is um, fight or flight type of breathing, almost like panic breathing. And because of the way we function now in this world, we are, we, we are constantly in a, kind of a fight or flight situation at times. Like when we're in traffic or in line at the supermarket or, you know, we're at the mall or we're at work, we're walking down the street. There are just all these confrontational moments that put us into this pattern of doing these really very short breaths. And very rarely are we really not only breathing deeply, but exhaling deeply as well. And it sounds very simple. And in fact, for some people it is. Some people do breathe deeply. Maybe they've been taught at a younger age. Maybe they became aware of this on their own. Maybe they've had some kind of training. And I know we've spoken of it before, but I really do believe that a whole podcast can be dedicated to just this simple act of breathing. For instance, right now, if you look at how you're breathing, you become aware of it. What's the pattern pattern of your breath? Are you taking short breaths? Are you taking long breaths? Just check in right now and just simply watch your your breathing. You can do this by you know, like I just uh, took a very deep breath consciously, and now I'm going to take a, and I'm going to exhale that breath very consciously, just being aware of it. Look at your normal pattern of breathing right now. Good. Now that you've checked in there and you see where you're at. This is a good moment where you can just exhale, really be conscious of this now, and exhale all the breath from your body. 
Now, when you breathe in, allow your stomach to relax. Most of us hold our stomachs in. We hold them in, you know, tightly. Just let that stomach relax and your shoulders should drop the same time you relax your stomach. Just breathe normally. Don't, you don't need to try to keep up with, uh, with where I'm uh, directing you so much. Now just let your stomach just pop right out and breathe in deeply. Let your spine straighten up when you do that. And exhale all the breath from your body. Might be a tendency for you to roll forward when you do this. That's fine. And then on that deep breath in, your stomach relaxed, your shoulders down. And then just let out an ah. Just let all that breath out. And just keep letting it out. And let's do a few deep breaths like that. Just conscious deep breathing, being aware of the breath coming in and out of your body. We have to learn how to breathe first. I surprise myself that I haven't spoken of it enough, even though I have repeated it a few times. The importance of this, learning how to breathe, it's all in the breathing. So I'd like to share with you a few things that I've been showing the meditation class here in Los Altos, California. We've been sharing a space together for a while, and we've been watching our breath. That's what we do. We just take a time out during the day to just become aware of our breathing. So you can do this. It's very simple. On the breath in, you can say, I am aware that I am breathing in. I am aware that I am breathing out. Let's do it together now on this next breath. So get ready, relax. Exhale your breath and breathe in. I am aware that I am breathing in. And then exhale. I am aware that I am breathing out. Very simple instructions. Just remember that when you're breathing in, don't force yourself to breathe in. Deeply. Let it be natural. Let your stomach relax and just let the breath come in. Nice and slow. I'm aware that I am breathing in. I am aware that I am breathing out. When thoughts arise as they will, Just gently bring your attention back to your breath. You're just watching it. Thich Nhat Hanh, a wonderful teacher, has a focus on this type of breathing that he calls mountain solid. So he breathes in and says, I am a mountain, and breathes out solid. 
you can try that. You can try that now. So exhale all your breath. And breathe in, I am a mountain. And exhale, solid. You can shorten it if you like and just say, mountain, solid, mountain, solid. There are other things that you can do too. If you find yourself in a stressful situation and you see it, you recognize it, it could be an argument could be a heated conversation. If it's appropriate, you can excuse yourself and find a place just for the moment to get in touch with your breath. This is how we put the tool into practice. What we call taking it off the cushion. In other words, we have our meditation practice, some of us, not all of us, and you don't have to have a meditation practice. You can just try some of these breathing exercises. So say you are in a heated situation. You can, it's appropriate. You excuse yourself. You go find a quiet spot, a quiet corner. And you take this moment to check in with your body. It has probably tensed up. You're probably breathing shallow, very shallow. So the first step is awareness of that. And then exhale all your breath. Just exhale it. And then breathe in. Calm. And exhale. Stillness. You may close your eyes or keep them open. Calm. Stillness. Calm. Stillness. We have to learn how to breathe first to be able to make it out there. It's difficult. There's a lot of suffering. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of disease. There's a lot of moments where we react unconsciously because it's part of our programming. When we get the signals, tensing up, sweating, shaking, feeling sick or nauseous, clenching our teeth, balling our fists up, tightening our stomach, our heart is rapidly beating, we're, we're, we're in a panic breath mode, you know, panting like some kind of animal. These are good clues that... It's time to check in with yourself. It might be time to go back to the foundation that you have in the breathing exercises that we've outlined. None of this makes any sense unless that we can learn how to use them in real life situations. So look for the clues. Look when you're upset. 
you're angry, maybe you're scared, maybe you're frightened. And look to see if you can break away from that situation so you can get in touch with what's going on on a deeper level. I was just speaking to someone today about how some cultures think it's very strange that Westerners need to get in touch with their anger and maybe take it out on a pillow. They see this as nothing different than being angry or expressing your anger. And I know this may be a touchy subject for us all, but I want us to look at how not recognizing that we are about to get angry or get into a situation where we're going to possibly do something or say something that we may regret, that we begin to recognize the signs that we have pushed ourselves too far and we're about to go to level nine. There's an opportunity here to recognize that we're at level five, say, in a situation where we're feeling distress or where we feel we have been wronged or attacked. And we take that as our clue to stop. See the stop sign. Find that place, that quiet place where we can go, even if we have to go outside and walk around the block, whatever it is that we have to do. And instead of retelling the tale to ourselves, Instead of feeding the fire with more fuel, I was right. He was wrong. How dare she say that to me? That we allow those things to calm. We get in touch with our breath. We relax into that natural rhythm that we possess. Breathing in deeply. Breathing in, I am aware that I'm breathing in. Breathing out, I am aware that I am breathing out. Here's that opportunity. Not to exacerbate the problem by giving way to aggressive tendencies. And also not turning the aggressive tendencies inward where we go and have an internal conversation with ourself and critique and belittle and become frustrated or angry with ourself and our actions. There's an opportunity to find a neutral point. There's an opportunity to let go, release, Come back to stillness. Come back to our natural state. And then proceed accordingly with the correct response. At the core, we are peace itself. At the core, we are deep stillness. At the core, we are quiet itself. 
That's what we see when we take these cues from our reactions or emotions to outside circumstances. See them as the signals to stop. Go back to our breathing. You can even breathe in happiness. Breathe out happiness. Now, if you would have told me this, I don't know, say 15 years ago or something, I would have told you you were crazy, you know, because I was pissed off and angry and somebody had done me wrong and I'm not going to let somebody treat me like that, etc., etc., until it elevates into a fight, you know, or an argument. But we have to understand what is our objective? Why are we here? Why are we listening to this podcast? Why am I talking to you? What difference does it make? Well, I wanted something different in my life. I wanted to have a quiet mind. I wanted to be peaceful, regardless of the circumstances, and not shoving the emotions, and not that I wasn't acknowledging the emotions. But to not be run by my emotions. Because, frankly, I was a very hypersensitive person that really literally thought everyone was looking at me and everyone was criticizing me. So much so that I couldn't go out at times. I really thought that everyone was looking at me, you know, and thinking bad thoughts. I didn't want to live like that. I started to understand that those thoughts were arising in my own mind. Though there are times people may think negative things of me or bad things of me or maybe even think I'm funny looking or critique me or criticize. That may happen. I realize that. I accept that. But one thing I can change, and I did change, was my own inner dialogue. The mind that would rise up and say things like that to me when I was in a crowd. Oh, he's looking at you. He probably thinks you're fat. Or she's looking at you. She thinks you're ugly. Or, you know, I had an an inner commentator that was constantly telling me all of these things. And finally, I awakened to the fact that I was the director. I was the conductor, I was the scriptwriter giving these people their lines. And funny thing is, is that when you do that enough, the people on the outside actually do start to see you like that. They do start to treat you like that. They do think things like that and even say them out loud. It's powerful what we do in this interior monologue or dialogue that we have. Thinking can create a lot of emotional distress, a lot of confusion, a lot of unnecessary suffering comes from what we think. I know there is suffering, and I know that there can be suffering without pain. And the breath, learning to breathe, 
is the key to this. This is the real, real beautiful tool that we have. When we first open our eyes, when we first look and see that we're suffering, that we're in pain, and that we want out. Not only that, we may want to help other people that are suffering or in pain. That might be what motivates us. That what might be what put us on this path of no path was that we saw this unnecessary suffering and wanted to know if there was a way for it to stop. Wanted to know if there was a way for our own internal suffering to stop. And in that awakening or realization, we also arise to compassion and empathy and understanding that we are not the only ones that suffer. We are not alone in this. And we see that also by the practice of focusing on our breathing. The key to all of this is the willingness to get quiet, be quiet, and then have, you know, very deep need or want to see the truth for ourselves. So we keep breathing. Though we may not understand why things are happening, why there is so much war and so much poverty and so much hatred or anger or frustration or cruelty in the world, we may never really understand those reasons. But we can come back to our breath, come back to the center, come home to this stillness. And doesn't this sound selfish? Why would I why would I spend so much time working on myself? And isn't this retreating from what's really happening around me? Shouldn't I be doing something? Why would I go sit in a room somewhere and be quiet for a while when there's so much going on, so much that needs to be done, it seems so self-centered and almost egotistical. I always uh liken this to when I was doing training to be a, a diver, a scuba diver, and how we were taught not to panic when we were in a situation where we had lost our gear, our breathing apparatus, where we had lost our fins, where we found ourselves in the middle of the ocean with with nothing, or we were ascending from 40 feet below with only one breath. How not to panic? And that's all we're doing. We're getting the training here. Because if everybody is in a panic, then how can anybody help anyone? So with the right tools, with the right training then we can be in a position where we can actually make a difference. 
if that is our calling. The simple tool of watching your breath. Let's start right there. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure to speak with you again. You can always contact me via email. Robert at a quietmind.com is my email address. Right now, the meditation group is still meeting in Los Altos every Thursday evening from 6 to 7. The information is on the website. I would like to invite any of you out there within the distance to come and sit with us this Thursday. I also have uh, some exciting news. I have finally created a newsletter for A Quiet Mind to keep you updated on what we're doing, what I'm doing with uh, meditations, touring schedules, um, what, what's going on with the iPhone app, the iPad app, you know, the different uh, guided meditations we're working on, etc. If you'd like to sign up for that newsletter, you can visit the Quiet Mind website, and there is a page called Newsletter. And some lucky person who signs up will be sending you a Quiet Mind t-shirt. As always, please share this podcast with your friends. Tweet about it. You can follow me at A Quiet Mind on Twitter. If you like it and you want to contribute, you can always visit our um, support page at A Quiet Mind as well. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.